Welcome to Healthy, Wealthy, and Grateful with your hosts, Coach Dave, Heather, and James, where we provide you with the tools and entertainment to bring clarity, balance, focus, and butterflies to your everyday life. Hey, so welcome back to Healthy, Wealthy, and Grateful. We got Coach Dave here, and we got Heather, the butterfly girl, and me, James Johnson, your safe money man. And I'm talking to you about being healthy, wealthy, and grateful. Last week, we talked about systems, and we promised to come back here and talk about some systems on how you can use systems in your life to improve your life going forward. And, you know, I think the biggest and most important thing when it comes to education and this stuff that you're doing is it's just finding one thing and doing it. You know, it's the key is uh, we can sit here and give you a thousand things to do, but if you don't act on one, you've accomplished nothing but burning up a lot of time and listening to this stuff. So find one thing and run with that one thing. And so Heather, can you start us off with, you know, what systems do you use or what systems would you recommend that they use going forward? And, and always keeping in mind that we're trying to be healthy, wealthy, and we're trying to be grateful. But, hey, tell us a little bit more about gardening, too, because, you know, we're getting on to the we're getting certainly closer to the spring season. I mean, I guess where you live, it's winter till June or something, but <laughs> Yeah, but it's not, you know, the, the nice thing about this time of year is it's a very good time to plan. So when it comes to plan, I think that the best thing for gardeners to do is to start with seed catalogs. Um, there are a couple that are my favorites. Uh, the Baker Creek Heirloom Seed Company is a fantastic one if you're looking to grow unusual vegetables. Um, I use it for um, my husband loves specifically these red carrots from India. Um, that's my source for these seeds. And we ran into an issue in pandemic where people ran out of the ability to buy seeds. So now is the time to buy your seeds for 2021 right now, today. Uh, so if you can get on the, that site for heirloom seeds for organic seeds, I, I also love a California company, a little closer to you and Dave, um, which is called groworganic.com. Uh, that company is Peaceful Valley. And I order my fruit trees and other gardening supplies from them. I've been super happy with the quality of products that I've gotten from them. Last year, I ordered five fruit trees for them. They came bare rooted to my home in February. So it's the right time of year to plant trees right now because they put roots down. They focus on putting roots down instead of trying to grow leaves. And so I'm happy to report that last year, in less than one year, we harvested figs and a peach from my white peach tree. And That's awesome. the only thing, amazing, right? So the only thing that didn't produce was the Asian uh, pear trees that we, we chose, but I'm, I'm fine with that. Uh, so I expect in 2021, we will have that kind of tree. So I created a fruit wall last year. So I have Asian pear, uh, white peach. We fig tree in my zone is a little too chilly for it. So it lives in a pot. Um, but so it's inside right now, but it will go back out once it hits 50 degrees air temperature. And then we grow a tree that's the only indigenous uh, fruit tree to the United States 
tropical fruit tree that you've probably never heard of called a pawpaw. So a pawpaw? Pawpaw, pawpaw, pawpaw trees are um, really interesting. They make a little tiny fruit that is a cross between a banana and a mango, super delicious, but it does not ship well, which is why you don't see it commercially grown. Because it's- How do you spell pawpaw? P-A-W-P-A-W, pawpaw. Like your paw so, and your uh, cat. And so you said groworganic.com, but then you mentioned something else behind that. So which one do you go to? So groworganic.com is the website for Peaceful Valley. Peaceful Valley, that's it. Yep. Right. They, and they're located right there in California. I've been super pleased with, if you're looking to grow fruit trees, I, I'm been super pleased with the quality. They also carry seeds, organic seeds, and they also carry other garden supplies that I use in my garden. Really happy with them. Well, I'm sure you're not going to find a pawpaw tree at Home Depot, but I mean, why why would you go with these guys as opposed to a Home Depot, for example? If I wanted to buy a mango Great tree, question. for example. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think first and foremost, you want to support your local growers. Uh, not only do they grow things that are indigenous to your area, but they're very unlikely to have treated it with something called a neonic. So one of the ways to keep plants from being eaten in the nursery is to spray it with um, a product that is de derived from the nicotine plant. So I don't like that because as a native gardener and someone that is super interested in bees, because if more bees I can attract more food I can grow, I do not want to poison the pollinators that are gonna be coming to my yard. So unfortunately for your big box stores, plants are shipped from all over the country to that store. And so it might've been grown in my area being shipped to California. That's not ideal for you. So further, I think you can get some free advice if you'll head to your, you know, your local native plant nursery, and they're going to give you perhaps a lemon tree that would grow in your area um, that you wouldn't be able to get, you know, if I didn't go to a store that was near me. So keeping in mind that we want to give them some systems today, what's your system? So I use several different systems for organizing my, my, my life, so to speak. Um, first and foremost is an old school, you know, planner pad. And I, I've got this one and I've been using this one for years from the planner pad company. And the reason I like it is that it filters down. So you put all your tasks for the week at the top and then it filters down to the day and then it filters down to the hour. So we've been talking about time tracking. One great way to time track is, you know, how are your hours being spent? If you can show me your calendar, I can show you your priorities. Um, the second one that I use for big planning is called Trello. It's a free system, but you add boards and you can invite people to your boards. But it's just a really kind of like a, an electronic post-it note, if you want to call it that. And then I have several tracking apps on my phone. I'm not an Apple girl. Sorry, guys. Uh, I, I'm a, I'm a, uh, okay. No. So I'm interested to hear what you guys use for apps, but I use several different ones uh, for calorie tracking, um, for my step count, 
and, and again, it's just really me against myself, but you can also compete against other people. So um, I've got several on my phone that I routinely, and I, I just know what they look like. So I don't really pay attention to what they're called. But one is the Samsung Step App, and it ranks you against everybody in the, in the world that is competing against these people. Amazon warehouses because they'll get 400,000 steps a month, which is insane to me. Um, but I routinely hit the minimum, which is 200,000 steps a month. So it's kind of fun to see that it's tracking my, uh, my steps. Um, and then there's one that I use for my food and my, my workouts. Um, and that what I like about it is that it, it subtracts my steps and my workouts. It's called my fitness pal. So, um, so I can put my food in and then it gives me credits when I'm, when it's tracking my walking and tracking my workouts. Awesome. How much, how much time does it take you to do all that stuff in a day? Um, not a lot. Uh, so typically, you know, I mean, the good news about the workouts, especially the walking is it's, it's tracking that automatically without me doing a thing. Yeah, my um, the food that. thing. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, step count watches or, or apps are great. So for that reason, you don't have to pay attention to it. But what I like is that it, it tells me, you know, if I'm on target with my food. Um, so I think I shared with you that um, the Christmas before my husband suggested I was putting on too much weight. Um, and after I got over my little pity party, uh, my fitness pal became a real big thing for me because I could see exactly how many calories I was eating. That's an eye opener. But what I like about it is if you're eating something with a barcode, like a power bar, for example, you can take a picture of the, the, the barcode and it sucks all the information over. Or if you're eating out at a restaurant, a lot of the chain restaurants, someone's already put the calorie intake so I can see my fat and calories and so forth. And you'd be shocked at how many calories and sodium are in restaurant food. So, you know, um, unbelievable, isn't it? <laughs> but you, you, would, you would absolutely hate me. And, that, and that's because I don't even think about counting calories or any of that kind of stuff because I have a metabolism that. I could eat anything I want, anytime I want, anywhere I want, and I'm and I'm such high energy and going all the time that I'm going to burn it off, whatever it is. It doesn't matter. So I don't even think about so it. So for the for the real world people with, that are not like <laughs> our friend James, um, what, you know, I, I I admire your your uh, your your metabolism. I had that for about a year when I was fourteen, but it's been a long time ago. So. <laughs> I I'm just wondering, be, is your husband still alive? I mean, he, he told you that you were gaining weight. I mean, did you did he did he sleep? It was night? not a popular topic in this house. <laughs> but I will say that, you know, once I got over that, you know, you need somebody sometime to be your mirror and to tell you the truth and not tell you what you want to hear. And I'm not very tall. So unfortunately, five pounds on me is a lot of weight. Um, because I'm very short. So you see it immediately. I can tell if my jeans don't fit that I've overindulged. It's not real hard for me, but it is really important because I can put on five pounds and you can see it. I, I fluctuate, no joke, between three <laughs> to five pounds. 
in in a 24-hour period. I, I, right. Always. But uh, you're how tall, James? Yeah. So how six, tall are you? Six foot. Yeah. So so you have you have more <laughs> vertical to stretch out those five pounds. I, I lack dis that. Displacement. I, I think that while we're on this subject and we're talking about your systems of doing things, I'd like to hear a little bit more about, about you know, we're coming into the spring. So you, you were talking about we could go get these pawpaw plants. I'm going to own one of those very soon. I, I, I love the two. idea. It's a You need two? Don't buy one? You got to plant them. So most, most, yeah, most, fruit, most fruit trees, you, they need to cross-pollinate. Mm -hmm. So I would recommend you get two if you, you know, if you have room, because unless your neighbor has one, they're not going to cross pollinate. Okay. So how big are these? Are these little like, like huge, huge trees or are they like five feet, eight feet high? So, so mine are tiny um, there because I, I just put them in, but um, most of the fruit trees I've gotten from, um, from our friends over at Grow Organic are five, they come in there already four to five feet tall and, but it's just a stick, right? So I am doing a technique called Esperile. Esperile is used in Europe a lot for space. And in my case, it's up against a stone wall. And so I have had uh, my landscaper come and put metal posts between the trees. And this year we will be running cable across those posts so they're 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 and we'll be running the trees sideways oh, and it is cool. a very good yeah it's a very good use of space so you don't need a ton of space for a fruit tree you can control the size but still get a good yield and so, i see this a lot a so you're gonna run it sideways you mean you're gonna grow it like you would a grape you know so i have trellises for my grapes so what you're telling me is you're going to run the branches down the grape. Are you going to wrap them? So, yep. So we'll just tie them to and train them to grow sideways. And, you know, I saw this technique initially in Monet's garden. He would, he loved to grow fruit and he, he needed the space. He's more and he was more interested in growing flowers to paint. So, so, you know, you, but you see these too in a lot of English gardens because they have cottage gardens. They don't have a lot of space. So this is one way to control how big your trees are going to get. But I've seen these on hillsides, exactly what you're talking about, James, where space is premium in Switzerland. It's very expensive to buy land there. And so the growers grow the trees sideways. Hmm. I like that. That's a very cool idea. I'm going to, I'm going to try that. The, um, you know, you talk about Switzerland, just an odd fact, you know, Switzerland has some phenomenal wine, but they you'll, do. Never, you'll never see it because they don't, they don't export They don't it export they don't it. Grow, well, they yeah. don't have enough of it. So you, I was over Yeah, they there. have great, they have great weather, very similar to, to like a San Francisco because of the water, you know, lots and lots of lakes there. And so I have had that wine, had some really good friends that lived there for years. So um, wine, cheese, chocolate. Uh, clearly, the Swiss have got it going on. They it is stunningly sure. gorgeous there. And, and they all own but, a gun. <laughs> that's right. That's another topic for another day. <laughs> but but the uh, but their 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 standard of living is extremely high because they're 
their, um, their minimum wage is exceptionally high. So you want to know what one, uh, and I don't eat McDonald's, sorry guys, but one Big Mac costs in, in, in euros there. You want to take a guess? Eight uh, bucks, probably. Eight, eight probably twelve. Seventeen euros. Holy, like thirty-four bucks for a burger. Yeah, that's crazy. It's about twenty-five U.S. dollars because they're when minimum wage is really high. So you know, I'm not going to get into a minimum wage discussion, but to say, careful what you wish for. Right, right, right. Yeah, crazy. Wow, that's amazing. But who the hell wants to eat McDonald's anyway when you're in Switzerland or anywhere in Europe? You, you definitely don't, but it's it's exceptionally expensive. The food is really expensive there. So travel all over the world. And one of the greatest things about my job was I got to eat in some phenomenal restaurants. And so I always tell people, look, the greatest thing about Italy is you can't get a bad meal. Food. Unlike unlike England, where you can't get a good meal, but <laughs> oh, that is very true. I was in England, and and man, the food that they serve you, you're like, what is this? Like it's well, not, it's yeah. gotten better though because they're they're, they're they have attracted a lot of international people. But I will right. say about Italy, you need an exercise plan in Italy because it is heavy heavy, heavy food, and it is delicious, and you don't want to stop eating it. That's the problem. Well, and you go to dinner there, and they shut down the restaurant as soon as it's full, because dinner is an event. It's, it's you know, you go in there, and you sit down, and, and it's, you know, they bring you this, and then they bring you this, and they bring you this, and then you have some wine, and you talk, and then they bring you this, and, and you just keep eating, and eating, and eating, and eating. It, it took me a while to figure out that you unlike an American restaurant where you might order an appetizer and then you know a salad and then a main there you get small portions but you order a lot more food and sure. so it took me about three days of being in Italy to figure that out uh, the first time I went um, what why are the portions so small well American portions are huge so um, they come here and they think we're insane to feed people that much food. So I think Dave said on a previous podcast, you know, you need to limit your portion size, limit the amount of, of calories. So my husband and I typically, when we go to an American restaurant, we split the entree. Um, and even then we still take stuff home. Right. So, that you know, awesome. the, the, you know how you tell a little piece of trivia for you. Do you know how you okay. tell the American at the dinner table and the European at the dinner table? The way they hold their knife? Uh, the, the American will eat like this with a fork, and a, a European will have a fork in this hand and a knife in this hand, and they will never put down the knife. They will continue to eat with both. You watch, go, go, go anywhere and watch, and you will see this to be true, that the European will always be eating with both. So that's your little piece of trivia for today. And, and unfortunately, yeah, or fortunately or unfortunately, we didn't really get to you today, Dave, to talk about what your techniques are and what your systems are. But we'll do that when we come back on, on the next week's you know podcast and we talk a little bit about that. You know, Heather, that was great. That was really great stuff. I got to learn about a pawpaw. I'm going to have some of those really soon. They sound delicious. 
and I got to have two of them and I'm going to start growing. I'm going to have to build some more trestles. So remember, we're healthy, wealthy and grateful. Coach Dave, Heather Andrews, the butterfly pawpaw lady and me, James <laughs> Johnson, the safe money man. And we look forward to talking to you really soon. Remember to live like you're going to die tomorrow. Plan like you're going to live forever. You just might keep smiling and we'll see you real soon. All right, guys. Thank you for listening to Healthy, Wealthy, and Grateful. Be sure to join our Facebook group. Remember, live like you are going to die tomorrow and plan like you are going to live forever. You just might. And don't forget to stop and smell the flowers along the way.